0: Welcome to the Spoiler Warning Podcast. This is review number 243 with our review of RIPD. I'm Christopher Schneezy. I'm Carson Patrick. And if you're joining us for the first time, the Spoiler Warning Podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week on the show, Carson Patrick and I are going to dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest film releases hitting a theater near you. Uh, Earlier this week, we already released, um, what, what did we do? We had reviews for The Conjuring and Red 2. And uh, we are following those up with the other two films that were released this past weekend. Uh, we, here we have R.I.P.D. as we said at the top. And then also we will have a review of Only God Forgives, which is out now in limited release and also on VOD. Through clearly
1: saving the best for last.
0: Yes. I mean, it, I, I have a <laughs> feeling that episode will either be our longest or our shortest review we've ever done. <laughs> Just 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 a, a, a thought in my head that I'm that I'm, I'm I'm assuming that at this point in time.
1: Well not completely alluding to that movie, but I was joking for the fact that, you know, R. I. P. D was such a huge massive hit over the weekend.
0: Gotcha, gotcha, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, it got it got destroyed by pretty much everything. <laughs> I, I'd actually be curious just to see, let alone because I, I believe that only even God forgives is like number two on iTunes rentals right now. Oh, okay. Um, I'm pretty sure uh, don't quote me on that, and it wouldn't matter even if you were quoting me because by the time you're listening to this episode, it won't be the day in which we're recording this. So, we're just yeah. gonna say it's number two. Uh, but yeah. it's probably
1: still in the top ten.
0: It, it, either way, it probably made more money than our IP did this weekend. <laughs> which you know, I mean, for for their sake is is pretty sad, and uh, you know, sad yeah. for the director since the film he was competing against his own sequel, and, right? Yeah, uh, and it seems like he lost to it. <laughs>
1: yeah well technically they both kind of lost because that red 2 didn't make as much as they thought it would either
0: yeah but it beat this it, it beat R.I.P.D. so yeah
1: it, it did yeah and and red 2 I think uh, can bank internationally this movie I don't think it'll I don't think it will
0: and I mean it, it's it's actually a good thing or uh, these are a good pair to a good pair to compare because not only did the director of this direct the original of that but they're both DC properties right
1: uh i don't think ripd is
0: is it not i I thought it was based
1: on a comic book but i don't think it's dc
0: i'm pretty sure since i'm already going at things without actually fact checking might as well we can we can google this we're gonna go with it to see the ripd uh comic
1: it could very well be but i don't know it could be like an offshoot or something damn it
0: dark horse oh it's So so it's not a DC property, it's a Dark Horse property, but same difference, right? They both start with a D, so (laughs) (laughs) it's about the same thing. But either way, we're not here to debate the merits of one comic book company over another comic book company. We're here simply to debate the merits of this film being made at all. Um, So that's that's just what we're going to stick with for now. So what do you say, Carson? We take a look at the trailer for R.I.P.D. and let everybody know how this film that didn't make much money Turned out. Okay. we want.
1: We'd like you to join the RIPD. The RIPD. Rest in Peace, Department. I think you're smelling what I'm selling. Your job is catching Dettos, the bad souls that escape judgment.
0: Uh Meet your new partner.
1: You got to earn that. Come on. We are the greatest lawmen that ever lived and died. Now, some souls hide out among the living. Damn, I don't know what else to shoot you between.
0: There's something else. You don't look like you, you don't sound like you anymore. So what do I look like? Really, an old Chinese guy? What about you? Well, I guess you win, Roy.
1: You ready? Stanley and We're with the Department of
0: Health. Who suspects? You might be dead. You can back this one. My treat. No. I'm not I'm not going near that. Oh. Don't pinch up. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: <laughs> you might notice we're pretty durable. Still hurts. I've never seen that before. If the dead take over, that's it for the living world. They picked the wrong venue to make a stand. This world's for the living, and R.I.P.D. is gonna keep it that way. Holy! Ah! That went well. Assuming the world on end. fun, right? Don't
0: tense up. Ah! Okay, so RIPD is a little organization called the Rest in Peace Department. Basically, you know, the Earth's got a crap ton of people on it, and every day, sadly, lots of people die. And when they die, you know, their little bodies slash spirits slash whatever go floating off into the void to be judged. But really, there's so many of these people dying and getting sent to be judged that some people are able to, you know, like sneak through. And those people come back to Earth and uh, try to hide out amongst the living. But, uh, you know, that that's not supposed to happen because they're bad and, you know, weird bad stuff happens around them. It's just not good. So this rest and peace department has to go around hunting down all these people known as dettos who have been hiding out amongst the living and banish them back to the nether realm of being judged and being sent to wherever they're supposed to be. Um, so we, our main character, is a cop played by Ryan Reynolds who gets killed and... Uh, wakes up uh, or gets floated up and gets recruited to join the RIPD. And we experience him and his new partner, Jeff Bridges, uh, trying to figure out what this weird thing is happening that these dettos some some nefarious acts that these dettos are currently in the process of carrying out. So, Carson, did this film work for you? (laughs)
1: Uh, I think every other film this summer can rest easy because... This is without a doubt the worst movie of the summer. <laughs> um, I mean, I look. I mean, we were we were holding out. Hope, at least I was. I think you're a little more excited than I was. But I was holding out hope that it could be just a total cheese fest, just a lot of fun and uh, really goofy and whatnot. But uh, yeah. this movie is just is so lazy on so many levels. It's just. One of the laziest movies I've seen in a while. Like I, halfway through the film, I thought that I, I didn't think it was finished. Like I, I thought that this movie, like it felt like I was watching the test screening version of the movie. Like, like it didn't like, feel like the, like the it leaked X
0: Men Origins Wolverine. <laughs> copy. Yeah,
1: the leaked pirated uh, copy or whatever. Um, but yeah, like I seriously thought it wasn't finished because. Not only does it feel like there's a lot of stuff missing from it, uh, story wise, but like all the CG and the effects, they just look so subpar. Like I, I, none of it really feels uh, like it's done to me. Like I, I just was kind of shocked that a movie that cost this much look this bad um
0: well I, I i will say there was one effect in this movie that looks really awesome and that is like the weird disapparation effect that happens when a certain bullet strikes a dedo um like that i, I guess the, yeah the, the not smoke really. and dust actually looked good but everything else in the it's like it's like one house did that and they like didn't realize what that was going to cost and they did the rest of the effects afterwards
1: but i mean like the main the main the bulk of the effects are with all the the Dettos or whatever. Yeah. And their design is just really ugly looking. And plus they just, whenever they turn, it's immediately like, oh, well, now it's, you know, some guy in a mocap suit or whatever. It doesn't look like it's integrated into the scene at all. Like that opening, that very first uh, little scene where it's, a middle portion of the movie, you know, and they were like, "Oh, well, this happens later," you know, like yeah. Ryan Reynolds on the voiceover, like that was just like, "Oh man, like we're in for a ride here, gosh," um, but yeah, like uh, I we were we were talking about it uh, a couple days ago, but. It, it really does feel like there was a longer version of this movie and it got chopped to bits Yeah, because the movie is pretty short. It goes by uh, pretty quickly. Um, but I mean, it, it, everything about it feels like stuff was cut out because of, of test screenings, like to just to maximize playtime really to be like, okay, what's how much can we cut so we can get it down to like an hour and a half. So we can at least you know run it five or six times a day, you know, and try and get the most out of it. Um, that's all it felt like. I mean, it really kind of had a Jonah Hex vibe to it, where uh, it was chopped down very heavily and it was reshot very heavily. Uh, the only other difference is that Jonah Hex actually has like some just flat out ridiculousness to it that separates it from the mundane. But yeah. R.I.P.D is pretty much just mediocre all the way through. I mean, talk about squandering a great opportunity. I mean, this had a concept that could have been really awesome. I mean, yeah, it kind of takes from Men in Black, but, like, they could have made it its own thing. Like, I was reading that the the comic that it's based on is actually pretty adult. Like, it's not for kids or anything. Like, it's a um, pretty, like, violent, um, dark comic. And, like, I think that is a direction that would have been pretty cool like to see this movie (laughs) portrayed as like maybe a little more serious in tone but not you know still keep all the humor in it but um you know have it be like a hard r movie instead of trying to make it this like sanitized pg-13 you know uh project for that everyone can go see like i i just felt like that i don't know like but by, by going the the route that they did, it really it really felt like they were just uh, acting like a Men in Black clone. Yeah. Um, especially like even like right down to like their uh, their headquarters, like the police station. It just it just screamed Men in Black, and uh, you know that this movie has none of the cleverness or humor that the first Men in Black did at all.
0: Yeah, but it really only had to beat the third Men in Black to even be passable. That's because, true, but I don't even think this
1: movie is as good as the third Men in Black.
0: Well, no, it, it's not, but I'm saying that like they didn't even have to try to shoot a bar high enough to say we're trying to compete with the first Men in Black. All they had to do was shoot for like, the lowest common no, denominator I mean, between the films.
1: I mean, I'm not saying that they were trying to compete with Men in Black. It's just that is the movie that is the most comparable like I mean and that's the movie that you immediately think of when you see this because yeah. there's so many similarities and you know you've got like the old crusty cop with the young cop and uh you know Jeff Bridges and Ryan Reynolds are great to are great but together they just look so they look like they're only there for the money like I mean Jeff Bridges is hamming it up big time but that becomes pretty grating after a while especially since the lines he's given aren't funny at all. And he, it just, see it, it looks like he's just getting really tired and bored with throughout the movie, just playing this character and Ryan Reynolds. I mean, I think we both sung his, the praises of, of the Reynolds. And like, I, like I will defend the guy, even in something like green lantern, where I thought he was suitable for that role. He just wasn't given anything to do, but here he's you know not only given given nothing to do but like it feels like he just he finally like just gave up like he's just he feels so defeated in this movie he just looks tired and and uh like you know like he realized like why did i sign on for this
0: well in all fairness his character was a little tired and i didn't sign on for this like well i mean yeah, yeah
1: but even when he's cracking jokes And stuff like that he just seems so unenergetic about it like he does even in Green Lantern he felt like he was trying to give it his all you know even though you know the script wasn't up to what he was going for but in this it just looks like he just sunk to the same level and was just like I don't care whatever I'm getting paid yeah but I mean like it's just it's unfortunate because he's had a lot of these big movies where He's either the lead or the co-lead, and they've all done terrible, which is unfortunate because, I mean, I think the guy has leading man chops. He just unfortunately is in all these terrible movies. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's not good, not good.
0: Yeah, it's not good, and like what what's weird too is because of what. The concept of what they're working for, in and of itself, should be good enough. I, I know that when that trailer first hit, uh, you you were saying some crazy things about it, like you weren't even sure this movie was real. Um, I saw yeah, the trailer. Yeah, it was pretty ridiculous. I saw the trailer and I was like, hell yeah, I'm fully on board for this. This is going to be awesome. And uh, you know, I really wanted it to hit something close to what Men in Black was originally. Like I I, I liked the idea. Um, and like it just seemed like an interesting world, an interesting concept. I I, it, it's weird. You could almost take this film. Exactly as it is and just change the soundtrack and it would probably improve it by like 15% if you could totally change the mood of the film by applying different music to it you might be able to get past some of the hurdles um, that like the film has on its own just by making it feel a little bit more to I mean even this trailer is cut together more energetic and more um, like take the scene uh where Mary Louise Parker is is interviewing Ryan Reynolds for the first time, and uh, you know, saying like, "Oh yeah, you're dead, ha!" Oh, hilarious. Even that scene, exactly as it is, was felt weaker during the actual film than it does in the trailer. There's this like this rapidness to it, and this uh, there there's this sense of strangeness where ryan reynolds is like i don't know where i am and 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 mary lee's parker's kind of just like screwing with them and like rapidly going through all the steps and like yeah you're dead by the way there's this thing dedos we're gonna get them you're now on the force burn a badge into your shoulder this is awesome continue and like in the trailer that's the way it plays out in this it's just slow takes a long time uh, Ryan Reynolds is kind of just chilling for a while before he kind of really grasps what's going on, and even after everything starts to get crazy, he's still just standing around like not knowing what to do. Um, <laughs> he really does
1: get blindsided pretty much. Like he, like after even when he gets Jeff Bridges on his side for the big plan, you know, it really doesn't feel like he. Is you know doesn't do anything. It it really does feel like it's more of a Jeff Bridges show.
0: Yeah, I mean definitely, and I think that like you know Jeff Bridges is obviously aware of that. Like he's he's having fun and stuff. But even with his level of funness that he's trying to have, it doesn't like the funniest and quirkiest thing that Jeff Bridges does is. Drive the car in this weird, awkward position with like one <laughs> le- like his crotch just open and one leg pointed that was out. Like pretty awesome. Like that is literally the funniest thing Jeff Bridges does in this entire film. And like he I, was
1: trolling hard in that scene. Yeah,
0: like I thought it was hilarious. But it, I don't know. It just doesn't. It doesn't work. And lines like the relaxed body and stuff that keep getting repeated during the film. They they never. It never even when like Ryan Reynolds is throwing back relaxed body. Uh, Towards different people in the film, it never feels like a like you know as the line that we quoted in, in one of our last reviews, the F U Sally." Like it doesn't feel like there's no moment like that, you know. Like there's no yeah, yeah. The, it's supposed to kind of feel like that, but it doesn't. And I, I don't know. I just this film really missed all the magic that the trailer kind of alluded to. This film ending up with, and it's it's kind of saddening because I think there was a lot of potential there, and it's. It's weird because, like, you know, one of the things that I was talking about on the show is the world building. And this film is ripe for world building. Like, I'm sure there's plenty of it in the comic. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, like, there it's... But, like, the thing is, the entire world building of this film is exactly what I said when I described what this film was. Like, all you really get is, you know, bodies go into this vortex. And some of them escape the vortex are on Earth. And you get a little bit of information about how, like, the rotting of the soul actually produces rotting in the real world. And, and yeah. that comes into, into play at times. But, um, like, what you know, if you if you look back at Men in Black, which it's really easy to obviously compare these films. In that film, there's lots of scenes where Will Smith um, goes and he's like, oh, this guy's definitely the alien. And he goes and starts talking to the alien. And it turns out that's just, like, you know, even in the third film, it's just a tiger on the street. Um, it's not actually the right is the third one where the the guys tagging was the actual alien right or is that the second one
1: uh i think it i think it was the third i can't remember anyways doesn't matter but, but the point yeah. is
0: that like will smith is assuming what the alien is and really it's this other weirder thing like there there could have been plenty of moments in this film where like that could have been the case like oh like oh i bet this guy's the dead oh no it's this other innocent looking person or whatever um, yeah. And they kind of try to build this thing where it's like, oh, like, you know, devices don't work around the deados and blah, 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 all this different stuff. But like, yeah, never... and like
1: they, they bring them out by
0: spicy foods and stuff. And here's the thing with the spicy food thing. OK, what what's really annoying is uh, if you like. So even at the beginning of like the very first Men in Black, the opening scene is like Border Patrol pulling over a van full of these guys trying to illegally cross into the country. And uh, they, you know, there's there's a bunch of dudes, and one of the guys looks a little awkward, and they're like, "Hey, you, we got you." And then he opens up his coat, and it's really just this alien holding a like immigrant dude's head that's actually an animatronic puppet that he has on on a stick, right? It's always like people hidden, and then the Men in Black have to do something to unleash that person into the world. At any time, that alien could unleash themselves in the world, but the Men in Black usually do something to cause them against their will to come out into the open in this film, like with the whole idea of using the spicy foods and talking about spicy foods and talking about like races of people who eat spicy food (laughs) while asking stupid questions. Like if that's all it was and that was their way of driving them out, I'd be totally fine. But there's characters in this film who then take that upon themselves to like go into their alternate form. Like that doesn't make any sense. Like, they being Dettos should be able to, at any moment in time, just, like, transform into Detto version of themselves. Like, why do they need to, like, take the, the cumin or whatever and, like, sniff it themselves? Wouldn't it make sense that they would just be like, ah, normal form, and then, like, <laughs> yeah. start running? Like, why did, like, there, there's one scene where a character is just trying to show, like, he's being threatened with mm. the spices, and then he's like, I don't even care about the spices, watch. That's him trying to be, like, quote-unquote badass. Yeah, he sniffs it. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. But the fact that every character from then on who has to reveal himself, like, all you have to do is be like, like, you know, the very first time we encounter one of the deados where, like... Once they give him the spice, he's slowly mutating. It's more frightening if a person goes, oh, I found you, R.I.P.D., and goes raw and starts, like, hulking out himself. Like, that would be more interesting, rather than they are driving it out of him and then watching him transform, and then you just get this little, like, jokey buddy cop moment where they're like, nope, nope, not going to touch, No, nope, I'm going anywhere near that. Like, it's... Yeah. I don't know, there's just, like, everything about this, it just, I don't know, it's just not executed, like, in it, what, I mean... I want to say it's not executed correctly but I guess I would I have no idea what correct should be because I don't know the source material or what the filmmakers just, intention was.
1: It's not executed correctly because there's so many inconsistencies with their, you know, world building in quotes because I mean I say that loosely because there there isn't very much and I think that's either I don't know if that's either a fault in the script or it's a fault in uh, scenes that got left on the cutting room floor. I don't know. It's, like it, it, it,
0: it. I can only assume it's a fault in the script. And to give an example, this is a little bit spoilery, but the the Dettos are dead people. The RIPD agents are also dead people. There is a right. device used in this film by a certain character, and that device doesn't affect Dettos, but for some reason affects RIPD agents, even though, as I've already said, they are also themselves dead. And yeah. It would be one thing if you if, if the characters if, if any if the film at all wanted to make the argument that well when you become R I P D just having that badge burned in your shoulder like half brings you back to life any explanation would be fine except for the fact that a character right before this device goes off goes you know what's great about Dettos? and then explain something about them that thing that he explains should apply to the other people who are deados, but happen to work for the RIPD. Like, yeah,
1: it should. I mean, that that's an example. There's a lot of examples like that in the movie where if you, you know, pull up the rug and, and look close enough, you'll just be, you know, getting all these plot holes because they don't spend any time trying to explain a lot of these things. It's kind of just like, you know, they they... They'll say things and then it'll just blow over into the next part because they're always trying to get to the, you know, what's the next, you know, laugh or action scene or whatever. And I there there isn't time spent at all in in uh, building this world. Yeah, I mean, there's there's another um, I have another example like that, but it's way too spoilery. So but it's it's another one where you just kind of go like, huh, like, why would someone do this? Yeah, Um, a character do this. And, and also, I mean, I mean, yeah, I feel like there could have been some stuff cut out maybe that would explain certain things, but I think I think we can both assess correctly that, yeah, the script for this is pretty lazy, like like I said, I mean, it even uses you know the our favorite plot device where you're opening a portal to another dimension and bringing everyone's uh friends through or more villains or
0: whatever i mean technically that portal already existed before the plan was hatched just saying yeah but i
1: mean they're opening it to reverse it essentially i mean it's the same exact device that's used that was used in you know transformers 3 the avengers battleship pacific rim i mean it's all the same it's just and it's it's surprising that um that they went with the same thing. It's like, I, I, do they not, have they not seen these other films? I mean, you'd think people would catch on by now and just be like, look guys, we've already seen this in like four other movies in the past year, you know? Yeah. And I'm sure there's other examples um, from before that we're not thinking of, but it's just so weird how there's been such a, a huge influx of them like recently. And it's like, all right, I'm tired of this. Like, at least if you're going to do it, like try and do something creative with it, like Pacific Rim did it. But, you know, everything else in that movie had you invested in that uh, portal and and you wanted the heroes to stop it, you know? And um, in this, you're just like, oh, well, of course, you know, when Jeff Bridges is like, I haven't seen that one before. We're like, yeah, okay. It's, you know, it's going down this route again.
0: We're, was that the end of that sentence? Yeah, that was the end of that. Did you take I, a drink afterwards?
1: No, just okay. I mean it's going down the same old route that we know. Like yeah, yeah, They're yeah. gonna call, call in all their other deados and you know want to take over the world or whatever the hell they want to do.
0: Yeah. You know, you know what really like, up, up, not really upsets me, but like the fault of the film that is the most. Uh, how how am I trying to phrase this? Do you know? why the cops are trying to find me. Or oh, that's a fire truck. Uh, apparently, <laughs> apparently something is... RIPD is RIPD's after you. Yeah, RIPD is burning down. Little, like, black holes are opening all over the city. Oh, no. And uh, the fire department is trying to get everybody. Anyways, I think they're gone now, so we should be good. Um, and it'd be funny if none of that actually came through on the mic, because then everybody thinks I'm just crazy and saying... I heard stuff. it, but, yeah. Right, if you heard it, then for sure it's it's going. But anyways, now, now the neighbor's dog is freaking out
1: because <laughs> the sirens... <laughs> Stop eating that spicy food.
0: Yeah, exactly. All right. Anyways, okay. Now what I was trying to say was... Okay, here you go. The most disappointing thing about the film, the biggest missed opportunity, is we have a scenario in which the two main cast members appear as a a short Chinese man and a tall, busty blonde, but are in actuality these two dudes, one an old, like, western-y looking dude and then one normal, like, dude. Like, they're... There is such great opportunity for like the world's best cutting, going back and forth, seeing the different, uh, like the different angles and different versions of like which lines are delivered by which version of the pair. Um, like going from them looking at somebody else to that person looking at them as both groups. You really have two moments in this film in which they intercut it. Everything else is usually looking at one or the other. The only two where they intercut it is the first. The first time they visit that one, they knock on that door and they're like, "Oh, Stanley Nowicki, uh, we're from the Department of Health. We have a feeling you're not dared. Like that's right. like that's the one time. And then later on, there's a part where somebody approaches Jeff Bridges and asks him to be in like commercials a music or something, video like a music or something. video, yeah. And it's yeah. like those are the only two mo- moments they actually play. At- well, and there's the one scene in the trailer where. The car runs over Ryan Reynolds and he stands up as uh, James Hong and goes, no, nothing to see here. And then like yeah. it runs up. I'm low pan. But like it like it's such a wasted opportunity because like literally if there were zero jokes like you could you could edit this film like basically you could take you could take this film, remove all the jokes. And if you cleverly intercut and edit it correctly, it would be hilarious without a single joke actually spoken. Yeah, there could
1: have been some good comedy with the uh, with the body switching or whatever.
0: Yeah, and, and cutting it's back like, and forth. They they just completely waste it in this film. And maybe maybe there were more scenes like that that got dropped and cut out. I don't but... know,
1: because even in the scene where the guy asked Jeff Bridges to be in the music video, like even that isn't taken to the fullest. Yeah, there's maybe like one instance where we see the guy talking to the girl, and then it's back to him just talking to Jeff Bridges. Yeah. And it's, I don't know. it. Yeah. It, even like, and, and that's what, you basically just start at the top and you keep going on down to the very bottom and you just check off like everything that went wrong with this movie. And literally everything did. Yeah. Like, I, I, I can't think of anything positive in this film except for like that one moment where Jeff Bridges was driving the car <laughs> weird. <laughs> yeah,
0: that, that was pretty good.
1: And I don't even think that was probably scripted. That was probably his choice. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, it's just it's not good.
0: Yeah, I I completely agree with you. Um, it's sad, this, and this might have been a little bit more fun review if like I really liked this and you hated it or something <laughs> like that. But but yeah, I, I can't even pretend oh. that it was awesome. It just kind of uh kind of sucked. So
1: yeah, no, it, it, I. I I, I I don't think you can, but like if if this movie, if you could give movies F minuses, like this would get one.
0: <laughs> oh man!
1: <laughs> like it it literally is scraping the bottom of the barrel. It's like picking up the barrel and scraping underneath that. Like it's it's yeah, I, it's uh, no words really.
0: Yeah, I will in say some par-
1: in some parts.
0: I will say though that I hope Kevin Bacon keeps trying to get roles, not specifically like this but in that same feeling because he's playing kind of a similar character to his character in x-men first class Um, yeah and like so i i really like him as that not those characters but that type of character so i hope that he keeps trying to get films uh with roles like that because aka the villain well, well like not just the villain but a villain that's really cocky in the sinisterness that like he is a villain who knows how villainous he is and is kind of playing into that like in x-men first class when like the one guy's like i got a grenade and he's like cool give me the pin (laughs) like he just kind of plays around with that (laughs) um like that kind of just sinisterness to him um i like that and if you could combine his role in this with his role in x-men first class and then go even crazier in some other film like i would be totally willing to watch that
1: yeah, no, I mean, I'm always down to see Kevin Bacon in any role, really. Yeah. But it's fun when he gets to, you know, cut loose a little bit, no pun intended. Mm. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, this was not a, a movie that uh, suited him.
0: You know, the effects in that one scene in the house uh, after they look in the water cooler, uh, that, the effects in that shot where he first is um, cutting loose, as you say, I, that was actually mm. decent i thought just
1: that may have been a combination of practical and cg
0: probably but i just mean as far as like that moment yeah. sold what this film should have been like the entire time like it that like just his attitude right before that moment and then visually the way it's presented was perfect like that little film as like a tiny moment uh extrapolated out to the rest of this film could have improved it as on, on the whole
1: yeah i mean it just Yeah, anything could have improved it, really.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, I think we'll let that be the last word because uh, it's probably the most accurate thing we've said this episode. So (laughs) there you have it. Uh, R.I.P.D. colon anything could have improved it. Yes. All right. Well, uh, Carson, what do you say we get to our uh, verdicts for this film? If you were going to give this a must see, a recommend with a caveat, a wait for rental, a pass with a caveat, or a must avoid, where would you place it?
1: Uh, it's definitely a must-avoid. Please don't spend your money on this movie.
0: Yeah, this is definitely a must-avoid. Uh, just go online or to friggin' Best Buy or anywhere and just either buy or rent Men in Black, the first one, and enjoy a film that actually hits the right beats and presents a world in a fun and interesting way. Yeah. so hell I'll even say just go pick up an issue of the comic and read that because I haven't read the comic but like if it's uh, this world is cool like I will yeah. say that like this this is an interesting world I like the idea of having to hunt deados and uh yeah hopefully that is betterly executed than this was
1: I mean I haven't read the comic either but I can guarantee that it's probably a thousand times better than this
0: movie <laughs> That that's pretty easy yeah cool and uh yeah i think that is gonna do it for this review then to must avoids so uh carson if people want to find you throughout the week where can they do that
1: uh you could go to practicalcandy.wordpress.com
0: and i can get text messages on my non-muted phone over at christopherinreallife.com or twitter.com slash <laughs> You can follow the uh, podcast over at thespoilerwarning.com where you can get all the back episodes, including our reviews of Red 2, The Conjuring, and in the feed coming up, our review of Only God Forgives you can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash spoiler warning to figure out when all these episodes go live or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the warning. If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at the or call and leave us a voicemail at 760-575-4TSW. That's 760-575-4879. Music for this episode will probably come from the soundtrack to RIPD. If there is one, um, hopefully you enjoy that. Uh, Yeah, that is it for this review. Carson, thank you for joining me.
1: Yes, thank you for having me.
0: And uh, thank you guys all for listening. We will catch you in our review of Only God Forgives. All right, later.